Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the Discipline Therapy Podcast with your two hosts, Suhei Sotomayor, and with me always... Mr. EL Discipline's in the building, doing it a little bit different this time. The audio is a little bit, you know, not like... Uh, Special. Yeah. So we're on Zoom. <laughs> um, we're also on the major listening platforms so, such as Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Deezer, CastBox overcast iHeartRadio app uh and many more so ladies and gentlemen we know you are fiends so what that means is we have a dose of discipline therapy where everything is completely free see if you subscribe there's no monthly fee it's free it's judgment free sucker free sensor free sensitive free and plenty of liberty god and the ancient ancestors are great and that means everything else is straight so go grab your wine popcorn a roll of blunt light one up inhale life and exhale strife ladies and gentlemen once again you are tuned in to the discipline debbie podcast no, no la. La. hey i said it <laughs> so we did a little bit different today because we our should. guest is... we have a special guest today yes. our special guest 31-year-old Jeffrey St. Simon. I would have said San Simon because, you know, I'm Spanish and that's how I read it. He's a Christian man, father and father, former Division I full scholarship athlete. That's impressive. 2010's NCAA top 20 triple jumper. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to that because I don't know what a triple jumper is. So that's I'm going okay. to need you to clarify for me. I got you. <laughs> All right. He's an entrepreneur. He owns his own company selling office equipment, copiers, printers, IT service. I'm going to need you to give me some classes on IT stuff. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> um, he is a high school basketball and track coach. Impressive. At the Q Forest School. Where is that located? The Q Forest uh, School. It's in um, Q Gardens, Forest Hills. Like in oh, the in Queens. Okay. Yeah, it's in Queens. Yeah. It's a nice. Soon to be published author, and he wrote a Christian fiction novel, which is set for release in the fall of 2020. I'm gonna come back and ask you about that. Also, see, you got I'm I'm the one that asks all the questions on the show. Yeah, it was fall 2021. Uh, later oh, on 2021. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. Well, because we are in 2021. My bad. Yeah, listen, that's good. You good, you good. It's 2020 <laughs> too, because still quarantine, it's still restrictions. So it's like, yes. it's been a long and year. You, and you're currently writing your second project? Yes, I am. Yeah. Nice. And you're soon to, you soon to be podcast podcast host. Your first season yeah. is set to launch January 2022. And what is that yes, going to be yes. about? Uh, so it's more of a, an urban um, Christian platform. You know, I think, uh, you know, me and E had this conversation at the gym a couple of weeks ago. And I feel like a lot of times people think of Christians and it's like, it's boring people or you know, it's always, <laughs> you know, it's just happy go lucky. And it's really not like that. It's, it's literally yeah. the, the opposite the gym, of that. The gym is where we met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's funny. Like, when you, well, yeah, we'll get into how we met. It was funny, but um, yeah, so it's going to be more of a Christian urban. So like, what I tell people is kind of, um, I don't want to use other uh, ideas to formulate, but just to current turn key, it's going to be like, come more of a Christian 105.1. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, All right. Something like that. And you're also um, aspiring real estate investor looking yeah. to close on property in Detroit. Yes. What's I in am. Detroit that yeah. we should know about? Uh, it's just the market that I looked into. Um, okay. My brother's in real estate investment. He has a few, a few uh, investment properties. Um, and he's been telling me about it for a long time, you know, uh, cause I'm an entrepreneur. So, he, and I'm very, uh, rigid with my schedule and the way I, I do things. So he's like, man, it's perfect for you. You know, you, it's really streamlined, you know, you buy the property, you rehab it. Um, you know, then you basically rent it out, you refinance mm. it. And it's just, it's really, uh, you compartmentalize the, every aspect of the sale. So he, he tells me it's perfect for me. And, um, so I just been doing a lot of research, you know, I looked into Milwaukee, Cleveland's Research. a big one. Yeah. Um, that must be you know, how you guys met because Mr. EL Discipline is big on research also. You, I mean, well, that's we, people. We, Go ahead. we met at the gym. And what happened is we were constantly seeing each other and just head nod or, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Up. <laughs> now, what made what made the attention on his part was something like, because um, with the whole um, restrictions and the COVID protocol, you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I wear my mask. Awesome. Sometimes I would wear my, yeah, right. my flags. I put my flags. Yeah. Oh, yes. Back. The Haitian flag. So, yeah. So I had the Haitian flag on. And you know what I'm saying? He was more, um, you know. He's like, hey, we're from the same part. Was, yeah. It's more <laughs> yeah. inclusive. Yeah. Where, you tend to flock to people that you're like, oh, they're from the same area. So or we listen what, to the same thing. So what ended yeah, up happening, know. I went to the station where he was at. And. Something just said to me, yo, you guys are always saying hello to each other, but it's nonverbal. Right. And, like, I'm, I'm Why? Like, right. Because I said to myself, it's an alpha thing. You know what I'm saying? When you're at mm. the gym, like, I know me, and I know Jeff's the same way. You don't really want to talk. You're in the zone. Right. I got my headphones you on. You want to get in and yeah. get out. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But something just told me, like, yo, say what's up. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a type of person, if I'm seeing you constantly, like, and we're saying hello, I'd rather know your name versus ma'am right. or sir Just or whatever. the guy like, in, right. Or, yeah. hey, sir, hey, what's going on? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> more of a, it's more of a consistent thing. So I right. looked up and I was like, yo, what's your name or whatever? We started chopping it up. And this is why I brought him on the show. He found our organization. We have that yeah. in common. The real estate thing, the author, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, you wear I'm- so many different hats. And like I said, when Young Markson was on, Asian men are magical. So I'm like, you wear so many different yes, hats. magical, magical men. Let's like, start from the beginning with this magical man. You wear so many hats that 
I'm like, yo, I want to bring you on the show, you know, so you could talk about these things. Yeah, so reading his bio is very impressive. Now let's go back to the beginning Thank when you. when I first read this bio. What yeah. is the triple jumper? So uh, are you familiar with the long jump? Is it with a stick that you run and nah, you go so and you go the, all? That's the pole vault. Okay, so uh, oh you wait, when you, you run and you jump, and you jump and... into the sand. That's what you yeah. do. Yeah, Tremendous. so that's one of the events. I did that too. Um, but then the triple jump is some some a little different. So it's a little further. The board is a little further. So they put this white mark on the floor or on the track rather. And you run and you you jump off the, the marker with one foot. You land on that same foot. Oh and then you no. jump on the other foot. Uh then you jump into the pan. Into, into the oh, pan. I have seen that. Yeah, it's like a yeah, doom, so it's, doom, and then right then. Yeah, oh. so it's a triple jump because it's three jumps. So you, you know, boom, 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 and then you jump into, you know, the sand pit. That so, is uh, quite impressive. Yeah. NCAA it's, it's, top twenty. Is. Yeah, I was uh tied eighteenth in the NCAA uh in the country in triple jump in college. Um so I was pretty you know, I was I was That's okay. Impressive. You know, when I was um in high school. I did uh, the hundred meters. So uh, my team, we qualified for the Island Games, which is a four four by one relay. I raced against Usain Bolt in two thousand five. Wow! Uh, then he, he went on to break the world record three years later, which is crazy. But um, yeah. It was so do you time. still was... do you still um do track and and all that stuff, or do you just maintain your fitness at the gym, like like? Mr. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm retired, man. I'm, I'm, I just uh, <laughs> he's like no more of that. <laughs> no, nah, no more. I don't have the mental. It, it's trained six hours a day, you know, for. 11 second race you know it's it's a lot of you know so when when, when you, you saw you hussein, basketball Go ahead. sorry when, when you saw hussein win you know win the gold medal were you like i i raced against him he's nothing big no nah, it was it was actually <laughs> quite the opposite so like he broke the record i think like a month before the olympics um i'll never forget me and my brother i was on my laptop my boy it was you know we were young on facebook you know i'm just kind of kicking time and my brother goes uh Hey, you remember, you know, Usain Bolt? I'm like, the Jamaican? He goes, Yeah, he broke the world record. I'm like, Wow. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, there's no way, you know. And uh, and then he showed me the race, and I'm just like, What? He broke it in, actually uh, in New York at the Reebok Games, um, Icon Stadium, which is like a little island that they have uh, a track. Mm. And then uh, the Olympics were coming up, Beijing, and then he shattered the world record, like, you know, being his chest before he finishes the race. And I'm just like, Yo, this dude is different. So, Very but he was different. always a strong runner. So it wasn't surprising, but it was just surprising how young he was. You know, he was only like four years older than me. So it's like, you know, I'm 19, he's 24. I'm just like, yo, this guy's, you know, killing it. Amazing, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so he's also, a great athlete, though. You're also a high school basketball and track coach. Yes, yeah. So I coach track uh, at the Q4 school. Um, and then I coach basketball. I'm the varsity head coach uh, for the boys. Um, you know, we had a good year before, before quarantine, like a month before quarantine at our season that ended. We won the division champs. Um, how, how has that um, affected like the, the sports teams and all that stuff? Like I know how it's affected the academic areas yeah, in, yeah, in, in education. How has it affected the sports, you know, um, areas in school, the, the for, pandemic um, and stuff? For, for the high school, well, for the high school that I'm at, uh, we didn't have a season last year. Um, oh. even, yeah, even after Cuomo, uh, gave New York the green light to play sports, um, it's a shortened condensed season. So I think it was only like five weeks. Um, and the school didn't want to make the preparations for the season. Um, so mm-hmm. our school opted not to do that. So the conference that we're in, which is the private school athletic association, um, they gave all the schools, uh, pretty much their own decision if they wanted to play or not. 
Um, I'm kind of glad they didn't, you know, because I was about top- to say I, I tip my hat yeah. off to you guys for not doing that because I'm hearing, you know, now that they've started up some, you know, in sports like some sports basketball that's kind of close, you know, contact is, yeah, wrestling, you know, that stuff is really close contact, and you're hearing a lot of athletes that have returned to that, you know, contracting the the virus now. Yeah, so it's good that I, you guys have stopped. I actually still coach though. I coach uh, AAU basketball, which is a travel. Um, so I coach a different Long Island boys to men. That's the program that I coach with. Um, and uh, so during the fall, I coached uh, the eighth, ninth, and tenth graders. So they had one team for them. So it was it was wow. a little different. Um, you know, there are loopholes though because we were able to practice in Long because we're in Long Island, not New York City. So mm-hmm. we're on, under a little bit different guidelines. So we have more um, more leeway. So we were able to host practice, but we didn't play any games in New York because obviously New York didn't allow us to play. So we traveled to Pennsylvania a couple of times, uh, Massachusetts. Wow. Um, and this season coming up, we're going to Vegas. We're going to Orlando because some other states are opening up now. But um, now, you know, how do you keep still... your? I'm sorry. How do you keep your players safe? Do they have to wear a mask also? Yeah, so are... they wear a mask. Um, when, so when you get to the facility, they check your temperature. Um, which is pretty basic, but then you have to wear the mask throughout the the complex because most of them are very, very big, like locations. They have like 18 courts, you know, they're massive, wow. you know, athletic facilities. So, um, but once you play, so some kids play with the mask. My recommendation, most of the parents are okay with me telling the kids to do that. I tell them don't play with the mask because you're constantly putting it up and down to catch breath. You're touching your face. Yeah. So that's true. Don't play that's with true. the mask. You know, the worst case in, Worst case scenario, you know, if mm-hmm. one of the kids do have it, you may or may not get it, you know, but if you if you then get it, you know, if you touch him and you're touching your face, now you're giving your chance a higher risk to do so. Um, yeah. So one of the things that I did, anytime I sub you in or sub you out of the game, I brought hand sanitizer just in case. Every facility had some hand sanitizer, so I never had to use it, but I used to bring a big bottle of hand sanitizer just in case. I put it next to me on the, uh, the scores mm-hmm. table. So once, yeah, so once they check in, sanitize. Once you check out, sanitize. Um, and thankfully, none of our kids ended up getting it. Uh, none of the kids' God. parents ended up getting it. I didn't get it, um, you know. So, and I got tested multiple times because I, you know, took a couple of vacations too. So, I never ended up with it. Thank you. So, you know, just um, very thankful and fortunate. I know mm. some teams weren't as fortunate; their seasons got canceled or whatever the case mm. may be. But I just told them just take, you know, take the precaution that the medical the medical pe- people give you. And just hope that, you know, hope for the best, you know, so mm. cause you can get it in New York, you can get it at the grocery store, you know, yeah. you can get it, for, for, you know, you get so, anywhere. For, yeah. for aerobic sports, like it shouldn't be required because you're the constantly, mask? you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. un, anaerobic sports, like if it was like baseball or if you were mm-hmm. like, like at right. the gym or whatever, you're taking some breaks for right. aerobic sports, like, like a uh, long distance running, lacrosse, mm-hmm. soccer, basketball. Yeah. They're breathing yeah. heavy and they're breathing like, heavy. Yeah, and the mask goes and you're yeah. sweating. So you know, I'm yeah. you're sweating. They're wiping their face. I'm aware. Like, uh, I'm aware. Know. I'm aware <laughs> that um I'm aware that you have a son. Yeah, um, six year old son. Oh, how nice! Is he now, in sports? And he plays football. He is. Yeah. Oh. So he actually um has his fo- first football practice right now. That's why we had to push the podcast yeah. up because. His first football practice today. Um, the team had practice last week, but I was on vacation, so I wasn't able to bring him. So I spoke to the coach, and today's his oh, first practice. Okay. So he's he's ecstatic. Excited. But they actually um, postponed the season to fall, but they're still practicing during spring and summer without pads. 
So, oh, okay. um, you know, Just to so get this is his first to... year. Yeah. You know, he's been asking me to play since he was four, you know, and we oh, were on wow. the train. Um, we were on the train. I was coming back from uh, the city. I was with him and um, there was this coach. He coaches in Patchogue, which is a, a city in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, hey, I would just sign up. I was like, oh, he's four. He's like, oh my God, he's bigger than some kids on my team. You know, I love him to play. And he's like, yeah, I want to play. I want to play. And I'm just like, you know. Do you watch football with him? Is that how he got into the sport? Um, yes, but not all the time, you know, because he's young. So, you know, he's not going to sit. He has right. sat and watched the whole game with me, but I don't really wow. sit and watch a whole game unless it's a big game. You know, most mm. of the time I cast the first half. And if it's a good game, I'll stick around. I'll do some stuff for halftime and come back. Um, but I'm not a, you know, unless it's like NBA Finals or Super Bowl, I don't sit and watch the entire game. Um, I mean, yesterday we, he and I watched a Georgetown basketball game. A friend of mine is one of the assistants there. So oh, wow. we watched that. And, um, you know, afterwards he's like, all right, you know, let's play chess. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, so, just, <laughs> so he watched so the basketball he's... game and then he was like, let's play chess? Yeah. <laughs> He's, a, he's an wow. interesting kid. Yeah. He so, sure uh, sounds interesting. Know. Let's let's yeah. get him on the show. I'm ready to. <laughs> he, will, he will love it. He will I'm ready love to. It. <laughs> I'm ready to ask Alpha questions. Are you, yeah, are you ahead, done, man. Sue? Or no, I want to know ahead. what the Christian novel is going to be ahead. about. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So, the, so yeah. So the Christian novel. Um. It's, it's about a, a a man. So when he was a kid, his mother was murdered in front of him. Um. And then he grows up in a. Uh, Um, You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain planner features. Ctmobile.com. Like a forced home. And then he becomes a teacher later on in life. And there's a young girl in his class that's growing up in the same foster home that he grew up in. So oh. during this process, he, he has interest in her, obviously, and he's looking to adopt her, um, going through the school system and going to the state. But then he finds out that her biological father is the man that murdered his mom. Oh my um, God! When is this? <laughs> when is this coming out? Uh, so I have I have meetings. So it's funny. Either one we we see I seen you on Thursday, right? It was no or uh, Wednesday. It was Wednesday. When, yeah, so both Wednesday, days, both days. Yeah, it was I went both to the days. gym. Yeah, 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 I went to the gym both so, days. Um, so it's funny on Thursday anything. when I <laughs> on uh so Thursday. So I have a friend of mine who's a lawyer. Um, he coaches soccer at the school that I coach at, and um. So he's going to be helping me through the process and everything. So, um, you know, so we may actually have to push the September date to January. Because um, okay. I was telling E, I want to self-publish it. But at the same time, I want to see what, what you know, what's out there, the interest level. Um, yeah. Because if it's, if it's good enough, we'll see what happens. We're going to talk about that. Because yeah, there's, sure. there's benefits to exactly. self-publishing and there's also benefits to traditional. Right. I'm saying, and as far as like what you're looking for, if you're looking for mm-hmm. more rights, more mm-hmm. loyal, yep. more royalties, if you're looking for more of a promotion, more, you know what I'm saying? So there's different um, technicalities. Yeah, we'll there's talk, pros and we'll, cons on both we'll, sides. We'll talk about. Do, yeah, do exactly. you have a, a publishing company already in mind that you're working with, or you haven't uh, gotten no, to that I step don't. yet? There, there are two publishers that are interested. Um, one of them I sent in the first manuscript, but then COVID, COVID hit. Uh, mm. Then the second one during. Uh, uh covid i think it was in like april or may so just about last last year this time they reached out to me for the second manuscript which i sent to them in um 
think it was November. I haven't heard back, but I will, you know, I'll contact them and see what the, the liking is. Um, so we'll see, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to rush it. Cause I told E, man, if, worst case scenario, I'll publish it myself. I'll dish out some money and kind of just see what happens, you know, just to get mm-hmm. the project out there. But I have, so, I have uh, some publishers. So we'll I have some publishers. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Mr. E.L. Discipline with your yeah, seven books. He, yo, he told me, I was like, yo, you wrote, se-, cause I heard, I heard some of the other shows. I'm like, seven books, like what? He's like, yeah, yeah. man, I released like four in one year. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, not only that, years. but five, he, re- five, he could remember oh, his, okay. uh, like his, <laughs> His chapters, he could remember, yeah. you know, yep. he, show number three from season one. I, I can't even yep. remember what I did two days ago. So. I'm kind of the same when way. You, when you send your manuscript to um to publishers for them to evaluate or whatever, always send it in PDF form. Yeah, so they can't. Aware of it, yeah, yeah. So they can't alter, alter yep. it. Yeah. I'm always paranoid. Mm-hmm. I'm always paranoid, so I'm always protecting myself. So yep. protect yourself. Because yeah. sometimes people, they're out there, they're very sneaky. Yeah. They they may make millions to come up with ideas, and they're, they suck. They're they stealing it so from they, other people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're so, going so through he, other people's Instagram. He told me the same Instagram. thing. Yeah, you got to so be careful first, with the that. The first manuscript, which was only, I think it was four chapters, Um, I sent it out. Uh, this was in February. It was in February, so it was before COVID had really became pandemic. Um, I sent that out in regular word, and then my friend, who's the attorney, he's like, "No, no, send it in PDF." Take it I'm back. Like, I Take got it you. Back. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was it was only the first couple chapters, so you know, we it wasn't alarming for me. But um, so yeah, so that's you know that's what the book is about. You know, he's a Christian man, so now when he finds out, he has to really wrestle with some demons now and kind of see how he can handle it. Yeah. That. You know, he has to really trust in his. Is walking faith to kind of um, navigate through those waters. So we'll we're gonna, we're that gonna, sounds like a really good book. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, everyone's about, been telling me that. Yeah, we're gonna but now talk I know. About, I know. Go ahead. We're gonna talk about um, the the investing in real estate soon because that's what I want to do in the future. Yes, we're gonna yeah, talk about sure. that off off camera. You know, I'm so down, it, man. It's I'm just down. gonna it's gonna take too much time. I want to get. I want to be involved questions. in that. Yes, let's get to okay. the alpha question I because I have I deal with Mr. Eel Dixon, who's very alpha. Now you have a son who plays yeah. a who plays a collision sport, right? And I think that's very alpha. Now yeah. I also know that you're Haitian, and a lot yeah. of Haitian men are dominant and alpha. Now I want to know because you're also Americanized. We're also Americanized. Yeah. I mm-hmm. want to know that are you um, are you raising your son to be alpha, or or are you ra- are you also raising him to have Haitian values or American values? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, like, he told me that we saw my dad at the gym. I think it was last week, and uh, I think it's subjective, right? So, like alpha for me, I get all the time when people meet me, they go, "Oh, you're not what I thought you were," you know, and. And I'm like, kind of like, what do you mean by that? And, and I think the, the common denominator usually is because I'm 6'3", I'm 250, um, you know, I have an athletic build. So when I, you know, they think I have like this very white, deep voice and I'm this, you know, <laughs> you know, football player. And I'm like, yeah, I played football in high school. I haven't played since, you know, but, uh, you know, but because of my demeanor and usually because I work in sales, I'm usually in a suit. So they think I'm like this attorney or whatever the case may be in. So they kind of give me this alpha persona or uh, optic. Physical. They you're they're physical. already holding you in high yeah. regard. You're yeah. So I, I think it's it's all optics. Yeah. And then when they see how laid laid back I am, they're like, "Oh, you're really like chill." Like, you know, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not." You know. So I think um, from with my son, like he somewhat has a similar because uh, he has a presence when he walks into a room. Like, 
I'm when I walk in the room, like I'm like laid back. I don't, you know, I'm not like walk in and everyone turns heads type thing, right? But when my son walks in, he literally lights up the entire room. Um, he's a center of attention all the time. So he has like an alpha, uh, but presence. it's more, he has yeah, it's, it's he has more a mini presence. alpha presence. presence. Yeah, you know, and um, but he he takes charge, you know, and, and he's he's very, one thing I love about him is that he's he's into everything. Um, and I don't want to hold him back. I don't want to kind of pigeonhole him into, mm-hmm. Yo, you should be like this, you know, right. I want to let him you know, find his path. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of a lot of parents do because me and E was talking about this, especially for Caribbean parents. Um, they kind of this is my reality. This should be a reality too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. for me, I grew up with both my parents in the house. You know, me and my son's mom are not together, but he's not going to be. You know, there's not going to be no short in love at all. You know, right? And I, you know, I tell him constantly every single day, "Yo, I love you, man." And, you know, kiss him. It's randomly, he'll kiss me in the cheek. "Yo, I love you, pops." You know, so it's so Aww. it's it's more of um this is your life is going to be your life, you know, and how you, you know, I'm going to raise you to be the best. I'm going to give you all the tools possible. And then you make that decision when you get there. You know, if he wants mm. to be a super alpha man, that's great. If he wants to be a kickback alpha. Now, let me ask too, you a question. You know? Cause I know, um, I'm, I'm Hispanic. So I come, mm-hmm. you know, with Latin background and, you know, with Latin men, just like black men. And I don't know which other, you know, minority races, men are taught not to cry. You know, right. crying is is for women. You yeah. stand up, hold it in. Mm-hmm. Are you? I don't agree with that myself. Yeah. I think that if you're sad or you're hurt and you and it's it's a time and a moment to cry. Then if even if you're a man or a woman or a boy or a girl, you should cry, acknowledge those feelings, and let it go. Right. Most men, though, especially um, older generation men, like I would say, up to you, yours and El Disciplines generation. And back, I think men have been taught don't don't cry. Are you yeah. raising your son the same way, or are you allowing him to, you um, know, explore those emotions? Ha- half and half. Uh, you know, okay. I don't let him pout, but I'll let him cry. You know, um, you know, my. So dad if he's upset, if he's upset over it, you can cry, but you can't carry on with the face and stomp around yeah. the house. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. You know, because like my dad was in the Haitian military, so my dad is very militant. Oh. Um, and that's how I grew up. Yo, shut up. <laughs> like, right. You know, Don't cry. Fly. What are you doing? Right. And, you know, you know, and I'm cool with it, you know, because I was an athlete, you know, and it's just next play, you know, like mm-hmm. you drop the pass, you, you miss a shot, next shot, turn a book, move, you know, and my son's not the same way. And in the beginning, you know, obviously I tell people all the time, you're pretty much an extension of your parents. Um, you know, so when my son was younger, like one and two years old, I was like that with him. Like if he falls, just get up. Just, mm. you know, and I realized being a coach, you study him and I'm like, he doesn't respond well to that. You know, mm. so I gave that, him a I'm happy bit. that you said that because as a parent, I feel and, and I only my kids are older now and I just started realizing this now. <laughs> Poor kids. But you you know, it's good that you take a step back and you're watching him like you would yeah. do your 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 the kids that you coach. To yeah, see how to reach him. To. I don't think a lot of, you know, parents just think I'm just going to, you know, tell them not to do it and they're supposed to stop. But yeah. I'm happy that, that you brought that point up. Like, I, you know, I really, like I said, and I, I'm glad I caught it on early, but even the yeah. first two years, you know, it's never enough. So first two years, like, oh man, I could have been a better parent first two years, you know? So you, you, you know, you put a lot first of pressure on yourself too. <laughs> but, it, you know, but my son's six, so that's a third of his life. You know what I mean? My kids so, are 20 and 23. And I tell the discipline all the time, why couldn't I have done, figured this out like 10 years ago? 
Nah, it, 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 life is about education, you know, and, um, you know, so that's, you know, me and E was talking about that. You just got to research, you got to study. Like I read parenting books. I've read, you know, um, yeah. one of the jokes that I made is I've never been a parent before, so I got to learn how to do it. Right. So I kids still don't say come that. Out, yeah. Kids don't, cause even though your kids are 20, they're still kids. They're still your kids. No matter yeah. how old your children are, they're still going to be your kids. Yes. Like they could be 50 years old. I don't know how old you are. I'm not going to ask either. No matter how old your kids are, they're going to be your kids. And, you yep. know, so you're still going to yell at them. You're still going to, you know, smack them. How like, you make this mistake? And, but you have to understand they're still learning too. And, yes. um, you know, so I, you know, I was very big on it. I didn't, I wanted my son to to have his own personality. And, you know, if he falls, I'll ask him, are you hurt? No. Okay. He's, he's like that. He'll fall and he'll like kind of look at me like, I'm okay, but I want you to ask, you know, it's like, right. are you all right? I'm good. Okay, God, cool. Let's go. You know, like, I um, think, but if he hurts. I ahead. think, I think he's going to grow up to be strong. You yeah, know what I'm sure. saying? Because I believe that, you know, like when I have kids one day, like I'm, I'm teaching them that. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not teaching them to cry. Now, mm-hmm. if there's certain circumstances or relatives passed away or whatever it is, then it's fine for you to cry. It's fine for yeah. you to have empathy. You see somebody on um homeless or whatever. But if you're crying because your boss is whatever or you're yeah. at life, no, that's not good. Because when he yep. builds a foundation and he has a wife one day, mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be natural for the woman to do that because eventually the woman is she might be strong, she's gonna have a weak moments and she's gonna yeah. come to you. And if you are yep. not able to give her that strength and you're crying all the time the the foundation is broken in the household well that's why i think as as fathers to young men um i I feel like it's important that you teach them how to recognize those emotions that they're Mm -hmm. feeling at that moment because kids starting from little even even adults that i've met that haven't you know learned that about themselves they're always gonna you know react in a negative way if they if they if they can't recognize what they're feeling and then acknowledge it See, well, one I love thing that, that I realized, I, I'm sorry. I love that you have your son playing sports because mm. one thing about sports is it's teaching you discipline, it's teaching yeah, you discipline. hard work, <laughs> it's teaching you character, exactly. it's teaching you leadership. Yeah, um, you I agree. It's teaching you how to lose gracefully. Yeah. if you do yep. lose. Yeah, my son's competitive. 100%. You know, like even yesterday, I like I'm not gonna take it easy on him. I, he, yeah. so my son plays chess. He plays checkers. Um, you know, he likes to race. Even when I pick him from the bus stop, he goes, who's the first to get to the stairs? You know, like, and he will race <laughs> up half a block to the house, right? Like, oh, no. So he's very, very, very competitive to the point where I had to, like, something. Does he get that in. from you or, or from his mom? I, I would say from me because <laughs> I, I was an athlete. No, I mean, <laughs> but I think it was just, it was, I think it was just natural for him. Um, you know, he might, some, I'm, I think one time he's like, who's going to finish that water first? I'm like, nah, we ain't doing that. What is, oh my gosh. <laughs> what is the mother's yeah. nationality? Uh, she's Jamaican. Oh. Yeah. Two <laughs> strong, two strong genes. Two strong genes. What type of women are you into? Are you into alpha female, um, submissive women, old fashioned? Oh, good. Family oriented. This is what happens when you come onto the discipline therapy podcast. Do you have a race preference? Um, So I don't. You trying to get me in trouble, man? Um, I don't have a race. (laughs) I don't have a race preference per se, Um, but I am into women of color. Um, Whether you know my girlfriend now is Dominican. Um, In the past. If you look at, I guess, if you look at the trajectory of who I've dated, most of them have been African-American. 
Um, but I, I, you know, one thing I did do, because I've been single for five years prior to my girlfriend last year. Um, you know, we started dating last year right before quarantine hit. Um, just started talking and we became friends. And, you know, obviously she's my girlfriend now. But um, before that, I've been single for five years since basically my son's mom. And, um, you know, you date here and there, you know, just to kind of just chill, I guess. But, um, you know, my pastor, he was like, listen, man, you got to know who you want to be with. And um, I also have another mentor of mine who basically told me, write down a list of the woman that you want. And I made a list, you know, I made a list of who, what I wanted, characteristics. You know, um, one thing I did find was, you know, family is a big thing. How they were raised was a big thing. Because um, that carries on later on to things that Does you don't Does religion see. play a big thing for you? For me, yeah, I would say so. I have, I have Christian friends that are okay with dating someone either in a different religion or someone that doesn't believe in God. I find I can't, I, it's, it's tough for me to do that. Um, you okay. know, cause it, it could become a barrier, you know, little speed bumps now could literally become barriers later on. Red flags. And yes. You know, and, um, not that the person's good or bad. It's just, you're right. not the person for me, you know, mm-hmm. there's someone out there for you. It's just, I'm not that individual. Um, so that was one thing that I looked at, you know, what are some of the little speed bumps that I'm running to now because they become bigger problems later on. Um, you know, I, I see, you know, different older relations, like me and you talked about this at the gym, like a lot of times older couples, they just kind of become living partners. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want Absolutely. that. I want to have a fulfilled life with someone yeah. that I'm with. Um, I want to become best friends. I want to, Hey, let's go here. Let's travel. And, I, and you know? I think the biggest misconception is once you get in a relationship, things have to stop. Like you have to live your marriage a certain way because like exactly. Obama Obama and Michelle live their marriage this way yep. or mm-hmm. whatever. So you got to mm-hmm. live it like them or you got to mm-hmm. do this or you can't do that. But it, it doesn't matter about how they live it. It's a matter the how, how you do it. it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people think a... they're losing benefits too. Yeah. That's yes. probably why a lot of men, especially like in I, this I, generation. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're going to bring you in for another topic, but I mm-hmm. feel like men, men control marriage and relationships because they do they, man, they the temperature of it. A man, I want you to be my wife. Like men are doing that about 99% of them are doing that. 1% of women in history probably have done that. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. Ctmobile.com. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. Ctmobile.com. In history, right. you, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Where she's yeah. she's proposing to you, but most most yeah. of the time, a man is you know saying, "Oh, I want you to be my wife. Will you marry me?" Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like women control access to sex, and and mm-hmm. if they want to bring another life in this in this, this is for world. a different topic, sir. No, it's not. 
I thought we were bringing him in for that. No, that's a different topic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, so I wait, can I ask you, um, yeah, is this the first uh, Hispanic woman that you've gotten with? The Dominican? Um, yeah, I would say, I would say yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, like, it's, you know, I've met and, you know, went out with, like, other Hispanic women, but um, she's the first Spanish girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> is that, yeah, do you so. notice, um, like, a, a difference in how she is compared to, like, other women that, that you've been with? Um, well, yeah, for sure. Uh, that was one thing that drew me to her. Um, we actually met at the club. <laughs> at, like, a, like a club club? An actual like, club where you dance? Club. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Damn, was that, that was way my, before. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a month before quarantine. I met her the day after Valentine's Day last year. Okay. And, um, it was like a day party at a club and, you know, it was at a lounge in the city. Um, me and my boy was like, yeah, let's just go. And, you know, we went, I met her. We, you know, we started talking, we exchanged numbers. And, uh, you know, we text one day a week, then it became two days a week, three days a week. Then we went on our first date, actually, uh, two weeks before everything closed down. And then when we had our second date set up, the restaurant called me. It was like, hey, we're shutting down for two weeks. Um, you know, you can make another Sorry reservation about your in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, no problem. You know, it is what it is. I kind of seen it coming. You know, obviously, NBA was shutting down and all this other stuff. And um, then after that, it was like, you know, we didn't have, you know, we couldn't see each other really. So we were just texting, you know, then we have, we have like weekly FaceTime dates and it just became more and more as time went on. So now um, is she, is she, um, an alpha woman? Is she more timid? Yeah, is she submissive? No, she, she's, she's alpha. alpha. Yeah, she's alpha. Yeah. Like, um, which is pretty cool. Like, I, you know, like me, I was telling the E, I think the alpha subjective, like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, um, but everyone's an alpha in their own rights. You know, I'm not like, I'm not the type to come in like, oh, you know, rah, 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 look at me. I'm just the leader where it's like, I'm just going to do it first. You know, like mm. my coach, if we're at a basketball game and, you know, there's another guy on another team scoring a lot of points, you know, my coach probably yell out, we need someone to guard him. Put me in, I'll do it. You know, like, I'll guard him. Or if I'm already in, I got him. You know what I mean? So I think that's an alpha trait, but it's not an alpha where it's like, I'm walking around like, I'm the best defender in the world. You know, like, Mm. But if something needs to be done, give it to me. I'll do it. You know what I mean? And and uh, same thing with sales. You know, if we're on a sales team and, you know, someone's slacking and we need this to hit our bonus, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little bit extra, you know, and make, make sure. So you rise that. to so, the occasion. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just natural leadership traits or mm-hmm. maybe just sports or athletic or competitive nature. I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, and she's the same way, you know, she has a goal and uh, she just started trading options and she's like, I want to make this amount of money before the year is out. And she's, she's very uh, driven focused and, you know, looking to pursue her career. And um, so I'm happy for her and she, she's, she's doing good too. Now, does she have the same religion, religious beliefs as you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, let so. me ask you a question. Let's say your son is older now and he's, mm-hmm. you know, has been talking to a girl and now they're getting serious. Right. She's not, of the same religion. As a matter of fact, she's not any religion. She doesn't not believe in it, but she's like, I don't really care either way. What advice would you tell your son? Because those that is a um, potential speed bump, no? So I would give him the same uh, advice that I was given. Um, listen, know what you want and say what you get, right? Make a list of the woman that you want and you should have the non-negotiables on there. If religion is a non-negotiable. Would know, it upset then, you if your son, you know, didn't care one way or another if his mate, you know, had a religious preference? 
it wouldn't upset me because it's not up to me. I'm not God, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, as as a as a Christian, I would just pray on it, and you know, who he wants to. You know, I, I think there's there's a well, there's actually a verse uh, in Philippians. I don't know uh, the actual scripture, but lead a kid to to God, to the religion, and um, they'll come. They'll always come back, right? So you just teach him the ways, and you know, he makes his own decision at that point. Especially in the United States, once he's eighteen, he's legal anyway. So mm-hmm. you're technically allowed to date whoever you want to date. <laughs> Uh, I can't step in on that, um, you know, so, you know, but I think um, one thing for me is, you know, make your make your list of what you want, make the non-negotiables. If Christianity, if she has to be a Christian to date, then she's not, then obviously then, you know, date her if it's a non-negotiable. If it isn't mm-hmm. a non-negotiable, then date her and see what happens, you know, and but that's what it brought, brought us back to what we were talking about earlier, where the kid, every children or every person will have to have their own reality. I can't, you know, tell my son, hey, this is what I did. You have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I've dated women that weren't really into Christianity like that. Obviously, it didn't lead to anything serious. But, um, you know, it's just every person will go through their own their own life. You know, they have to learn. It's, life is a learning experience. The only mm-hmm. thing that we can pray is that the mistakes that we make don't leave, leave permanent scars. Um, so that's pretty much it. You know, I don't want to try to pigeon like, you need to date, you know, a black woman. You need to date a white woman. That's just, man, you know. Whatever those shorty floats your boat, man. Those, you know what I mean? Standards, Go for it. Those standards and what you have in common are imperative. Because like mm-hmm. you said, there are certain women that you'll date, but you know that it won't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's certain women that you want to get to know, but if something if something that you value the most is a deal breaker for them, then you know that there's an expiration date. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I think that for me I have I have standards as well. High standards. You know, but like right now, I don't have any children. If I meet a woman who's perfect in all in all ways that I'm looking for, perfect for me. Let me excuse, let me reiterate, perfect for me. You know, not perfect for everybody else, but just perfect for me in all ways. But she has a child. I'm gonna have to bite that bullet, and you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that that's not it's not that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? I right. feel like it's, it's going to be hard for you. It's to not find a deal breaker it. for you. Yeah, exactly. it's going to be hard for you to find because I want to have because I want to have kids mm-hmm. one day. So mm-hmm. it's if like if I didn't, then that would be a deal breaker. No matter what right. else, everything else, that one thing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I feel like we all we all need that. There's a lot of going with the flows. You know what I'm saying in this generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, you know what it is too, man. Like it's because of social media too. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah, can we, use it as a talk, good tool. We, we talked about it in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, man, because a lot of times we have I'm I'm not trying to be in, in Suhey, forgive me, but there's a ooh. there's a lot of, huh? No, go ahead. I was like, ooh, you're gonna say something bad? No, it's not that. <laughs> it's not bad, but the thing is a lot of women are naked <laughs> on social media, right? So preach, man. Or close. Damn near naked, that's for to, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or better, yeah, let me rephrase Reach. that. A lot of women fulfill fantasies for the men with what they post online. Just, yes. I apologize, so forgive me. No, I don't but, do it. I don't care. So, <laughs> but no, but what I mean is, so for the men, they have access to that. So their eye isn't pure for the woman that they're with. So if, hey, oh, if I want to go, you know, get some fantasy and look at somewhere else, all I gotta do is swipe, and social media, the algorithm's gonna put the the, the, the pictures that I like the most for you to yep. see to expand that, right? So, um, it it always comes down to what you're willing to negotiate and what you're willing to non-negotiate. You know, if someone that you're with 
can't be with only just you and that's a non-negotiable, yo, you can't, we can't be together. You know, if mm. it comes down to religion, we can't be together. If it's, you know, um, children, like we talked about, then we can't be together. But if it's not, an, if it's a non non-negotiable, then that's okay. We can work through that and let's see what happens. Um, but then in today's day and age, there's so many distractions. You can't even get that from somebody, you know, cause mm-hmm. they don't even know what they want to begin with. You know, women in especially social media, people repost and reshare, you know, women talk about it all the time. I want a man that has energy for me. You know, that's going to text me every day. But then by month two, you're going to be like, damn, you don't got nobody else to text. <laughs> and it's like, then you just ask for that. You know, you finally got it. <laughs> now you're te- now you're telling the guy that you've been praying for or, you know, looking for. Has that happened to you? Like, have you been texting somebody and they're like, what the hell? Give me a minute. <laughs> Not really. Hold uh, on, hold so on. So then how you can hold, say that? Hold on. Because I've seen say- it. I want to say this. Hold up. No, no. Let me answer this real quick because I know she ain't going to feel impressed me. (laughs) Now, one example I've seen during the quarantine, well, not quarantine, but during the COVID pandemic was uh, Russell Wilson and um, Sierra. Yeah. And she did this. She did a live, I think. And and one one thing she said was, I prayed for him. I just didn't know who he was until he came to the picture. Now, you know, woman go off, you know, went viral. I'm looking for my Russell Wilson. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. And I'm like, these are my friends, right? So I'm like, I know the kind of guys you've dated. I know the kind of guys you've been introduced <laughs> to. You never get a chance. Seen like, listen, brother. Listen, brother. Listen, brother. We we spoke of this. Ninety eight percent of women yeah. are followers. Two percent are alpha, where they don't run in a pack, where they don't. Oh, I want that celebrity thing. My girlfriend's doing this. Why aren't we doing this? Yeah. Ninety eight percent of them are followers. And then your last show, I think you talked about it where women, they're, they're protected on social media, so they'll shoot their shot. But in real life, they'll never shoot their shot. They'll it's never say hi to energy. Man. They'll never. I'm happy that yeah. you saw that episode because I was that 1%. Loyalty She's and trust. Okay. okay. She said, Loyalty and like trust. That. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but I want to save this, man. I want to save it because I want to nah, bring, yeah, bring you I'll in. I want to bring you in the studio for a uh, like a good topic where we can talk it, about Whatever stuff like want, this. Bro. I'm but, definitely um, gonna have to bring my my boxing gloves if I'm gonna be with him and you. No, no, two I'm, Asian I'm, alpha males. I'm, I can nah, take you both. I'm, I'm pretty, he's neutral. I'm he's neutral. Yeah, I'm neutral. He's neutral. He, he knows, now, he now, listen. He didn't sound too neutral. Now, listen. Like, no, oh no, let me answer her. But it goes she for men too. No, no, no. Because it goes for men too. I have friends that literally. I have one friend of mine. So when we were freshmen in high school, there was one girl that he liked. And he chased her for two years. He got, they finally became girlfriend, boyfriend, our junior year. And then they were broken up. So then they dated senior year. And our first year um, in, in college, they broke up because he just couldn't stop seeing other women. And it's like, so it's the same thing, right? Like you chase the woman, you know what you wanted. You finally, you got, finally got it. And then you fuck it up. Go, right? So it goes for both. I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm neutral. You know, it, I just go by <laughs> the facts. And you know, so yeah, but <laughs> the facts. Uh, hey man, don't we're big on facts here. I know it's don't lie to the scoreboard. <laughs> I know that you have to pick up your son soon. Um, yeah, so to, we, we got some time. Okay, I wanted to ask you what your what your goals and aspirations are pertaining to your business, where you want to take it. Um, you know, what do you look for as far as like, what do you think of your your novel coming out? Do you see film? Oh. Do you like what do you what are your goals? The um so the the last publisher that I spoke with in November um he had mentioned trying to do like a series so for 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 TV because obviously it's it's you know has somewhat Hollywood build to it you know the storyline 
Um, so he did tell me that. That's when he actually introduced him. He was like, hey, you know, you could look to get an agent. Um, you know, that's one of the things that you can do afterwards after the book comes out, but you got to release some content. So I was like, you know, let me start writing my second book. And um, so Wait, I don't know your something. second book, is it yes. um, like a, a, a sequel to the first or totally different? It is different, but I do have a sequel that I'm doing. Um, so the second book, I'm thinking of just doing uh, an ebook. Um, so I'm actually okay. just writing to see uh, how it could stick and how I could put it out. But there's going to there's gonna be a, a sequel and a prequel to the book that I have. Oh, um, a prequel too? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so the one that I'm writing now, so so it's, it's, it's a man that's, he's a really successful, ironically, we're talking about real estate. He's a real estate, um, a real estate agent. He's the number one real estate agent, basically in 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 the country, um, super successful. And then what happens is he kind of falls into his own that that actually leads to his own demise, right? Like he has all this money, he's distracted, superly distracted, and you know he's going outside of his wife and meeting with other women, doing these things, and he falls into drugs, and he really can't pick himself up. And the doctor that he's seeing um, is basically trying to convince him to accept God and you know walk into Christianity, accept the life of the religion. Um, so that you can walk into a into a, a clean path, and um, but then you know he struggles with that, and then because of the the wrestling that he has to do mentally, he looks to take his own life. Oh my! But but uh, that's that changes everything for him. That changes his whole perspective, and you just got you know I, I can't give too much away. You know, no, but, no, definitely don't. But let me ask you this: so, how how are you getting your inspiration to write these books? Is it just um, your imagination, or is it loosely yeah, based on people that you've known? No, nah, so a lot of people have asked me that. It's really just um, my own, really. Like I'm just always thinking. Like I'm just always thinking. I'm always, you know, even when I was a young kid, like I wrote a comic book when I was about ten years old. I gotta look for it. I don't know where it is for the life of me. I gotta find it. Um, just always had somewhat of a creative mind and um and it just it just came to a point where it's like I'm older now. It's like let me, you know, with social media now, mm-hmm. so much access, so much research, like let me just see what happens. And and that's kind of how it started really. Uh the book that the, so the book that I did write, I had that idea probably about like almost six, seven years ago. And I just never did anything. And mm-hmm. you know, one day I was telling one of my boys about it. He's like, "Yo, you should really write a book." You know, I have a friend of mine that wrote a book, and you know, you could, it's, you know, it's hard, I'm sure, but you know, you should do it. Right. And um, you know, at the time, I was obviously dating my son's mom, and so she was telling me the same thing. Hey, why don't you write? You should write. You know, see what happens. And I'm like, "Ah, right, cool." You know, but I never did until you know two years ago. <laughs> so, mm. and you know, I was just kind of home one day, and I was like, "Let me write an outline." You know, just take the first step, right? And you know, I wrote the chapter, the outlines. And I kind of just sat on it for a couple months. And then, you know, maybe like six months later, I wrote chapter one. Then I wrote chapter two. And then I think I had like four or five chapters. And I didn't really touch it for another three months. And then quarantine hit. And I was like, I got all this time. Um, and next thing you know, I dedicated two hours a day to either writing wow, an online or good adjusting for you. it. And, you know, next thing you know, I wrote it in about six, seven months. And it was pretty easy because the idea has been boiling and growing and pregnant in my mind for so long. So it, it felt easy. The second book is really hard because it's from scratch, you know. So it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So like, I have to, the heck? Yeah. Yeah, like I have to readjust and re, I have to rewrite this chapter. And, you know, so it's, it's but I'm learning though. So it, that's the exciting part about it. So it's really just um in my mind, just different ideas and, um. You know, just getting just it inspiration out there. from everything too yeah mm-hmm. you know like i have excuse me i have different muses that i you know like stephen king and tyler perry and you know um yeah so different people that i've 
yeah. Shameless so, plug. See, I got you. His, back. Bo- his books are a little wild, though. Like, his they're books in, are they're off the chart. Crazy. <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I write erotic books. I'm like, what? Like, uh, <laughs> the, the only book. The only, like, yeah, the only book that is very clean, profanity free, uh, self help. The importance yeah. of discipline. You know, yes. that that's a book that you know, like yourself, a Christian man, we want to read. Um, uh, corporate. Well, I read the other stuff too, man. Like he's like, I read it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, so that's what I'm saying, man. Like a lot of people think because you know you're Christian, you're not, you're not. Yes. That's, that, that's there, what it comes down to, you know. It's, and it's like, man, like uh, you're you know, just a like, regular human being. Yeah, you're just you know, Christian. Like one of the things, exactly. So one of the things that I realized is there's a there's um a platform. I'm not gonna say the name because they don't pay me, but there's a platform that that has christian movies and it's kind of like a netflix but you can watch christian movies and i remember watch i watched the movie that was on there just for the hell of it because it looked it was good and i'm like this is the best thing we got to offer like you know what i mean like <laughs> there's gotta be you know Something not better. every story is this super you know winning story like yo there are people that you know that go through it you know so yeah. regular um, people that go through yeah, it. yeah you know so that you don't gotta be you know from the from the hood and a drug dealer coming exactly up. regular people that have yeah. like a, a teacher goes through it mm-hmm. a nurse goes yeah through it. so yeah. exactly so uh you know so that was that was the inspiration too so that's kind of one of the things that came up mm. interesting so yeah. so as far as that's what's up so as far as the podcast go do you have oh, a yes. theme do you have a theme? Do you know what it's going to be about? Is it going to be a mixture of different things? Are you going to have a co-host um, or just you? Well, so I I actually reached out when I came up with the idea. Um, I, I wanted to, like, have a co-host. Um, and I reached out to some people and they were like, I don't know, you know, because I'm not trying to sound like I'm inventing anything new, but there isn't really anything out there like it. You know, most Christian podcasts are like, you know, you need God. And that's about it. You know, it's no storytelling. It's no interviewing someone about how they came into the Christianity. There's no, you know, story about struggle. There's no, you know, so it's more preaching the word and just that's about it. Um, so you don't really get to know people. You just, you know, it's more biblical and institutional. Um, so people didn't really understand it yet. Um, so I said, okay, I'm just going to do it by myself. I, I have so far, I have seven guests lined up. Um, you know, which I'm Good super excited you. about. Yeah, so you know, we'll see how it are unfolds. we part of those? <laughs> if you want to be, I can come on, man. Let's go, let's do it. I don't mind. I told you everybody, I'm like, listen, man, I'm with everything, bro. You know, and I'm, 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 I'm go ahead. Uh, what fault. you had to do was the way you know, El Discipline did. He just kind of said, Guess what? We're doing a podcast and you're gonna do it with me. And I, yeah. I had no choice. <laughs> I was like, Okay, Yo, I my, cried about it my, secretly, <laughs> silently, but here I am. My father's a reverend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so so is my mom. They weren't always reverends, but mm-hmm. it's something like they've been reverends for like six years now. And um, I'll tell him to go on your show because he's, yeah, always I'm, I'm trying, he's always trying to come on my show. Like, oh, when are you going to have me on your show? <laughs> I'm like, Poppy, like... This no. is this is content that you you don't even it's too wild for you. Like you yeah. really trying to come on my show. Now I'm gonna have to watch my language. Now I'm gonna have yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Like I would actually that. love to see that your dad on the show and you having should, to watch man. you squirm. No, you should. No, I'm not doing that. He's an alpha. He's an alpha male. He's it's gonna be like a you know. <laughs> you deal with him. Hands. Yeah. Right. She's like, I'm just going to mute mine. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Like, that's what yeah. she was going to do. <laughs> that's funny. So, 
you're going to do it by yourself, but you're going to have guests yeah. on, right? That's, yeah, yeah. That's so, interesting. That's, so that's the Now, goal will you have any kind of, of guests? Like, will you have people who are in religion and people who don't, ha who aren't um, in a religion, but are spiritual? Yeah. So like people that are, um, most of them are going to be Christians. Um, so I, nothing's like, obvious. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the reason why is because I kind of want to, you know, so the show is going to be enlightened, NLTN. So it's abbreviated is the way I abbreviated, just to enlighten people about Christianity. Um, so yeah, I could, you know, I may just have some guests on there too that, but most of it's going to be, listen, like this is how they came about it. This is some of the struggles that they have and that they went through. Um, and that and you how can they came take out notes. Yeah, just to mm -hmm. enlighten people. Um, you know, so it's not going to be like the super... You know, we're just gonna read the Bible for an hour. You know, it's not gonna be like oh, that. Oh Lord! Um, yeah, Good. so <laughs> I ain't coming on that one. <laughs> so, but it's true though, and, and that's that's the thing. That's one disconnect I feel that people have, and it's kind of like, oh well, you know, like I, I go to the clubs too. Wait. I just don't go crazy. I, you know, I I have friends of mine that are drug dealers too. I mean, listen, like if you really the most, <laughs> the most. I'm sorry. I'm You're like I got honest. friends too. Yeah, like, dealers, but let's look at drug it. Drug dealers you know? are not a bad thing. That just, it threw me off. He was like, I got drug dealers too. Being a drug dealer, <laughs> dealer is not a bad really, thing. If you really look at it, like, there's I mean, two types of 12, drug dealers. There's an on-the-clock drug dealer and there's an entrepreneur drug dealer. Yes. You know what I mean? So, well, what, I, what I mean by that is, um, if you look at the 12 disciples, they're all different in their own way, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and Jesus said it one time when they were looking to to murder one of the ladies that had an adultery. He said, he who has never sinned, cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to sit here, you know, it's, it, yeah, we're supposed to not judge. But what most people do is they judge with preconceived notions. Mm -hmm. um, people, people make decisions in their life that they're going to go through things. Um, every decision that you, everything that you do has a consequence, whether it's good or bad. You know, if you touch a hot stove, it's going to burn your hand. Um, mm. If you, you know, if you make good sound investments, you're going to be wealthy. So everything, every decision that you make has some type of consequence. Um, and people that I'm around, though I don't partake in some of those things, but when I'm around them, they, what I've realized is they don't act the same way, right? When you're um, around. Yeah. So mm. that's, that's one thing that I love to do because I'm just looking to be a light, right? Like that's what he said, just be a light of the world. So I'm not going to walk around and be like, yeah, I'm better than you. You can't be around me. You know, if. If I grew up with a guy, like, you know, from, from, from childhood and he made the wrong decisions, that's okay. You know, and one of the things in, in the book, too, is, I mean, I don't want to get too much into it. But so one of the guys that uh, he knows, he literally tries to preach the word to him. And I see that don't take too, that don't, that don't happen as often as it used no. to. I don't see pastors going to churches and praying for the guys in, in prison. I don't see, you know, they go to jail. Oh, well, he's going to jail. He made wrong decisions. No, go and pray for him, you know, and go and meet up with him. You know, go and, you know, you look at the Muslim community. They do that heavy. You mm -hmm. know, guys go to jail. Most of them come out Muslim. The reason why, because they're constantly preaching the word. They're constantly with them. They're constantly linking up with them, checking up on them. How are you, brother? Just, but I feel like a lot of times, you know, we... And I'm gonna say we, because you know, people in general, but Christians for most is I'm I'm gonna walk, you know, differently, and because I'm a Christian, I'm better than you. And mm. that's not how well, it's I feel supposed the same, to be. That's how I feel like Catholics are, because I was, I was brought up Catholic. My father is heavy, you know, Catholic, goes to church and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've always felt like, when it comes to religion, there's 
all religion has one common denominator and that's their God, mm-hmm. correct? So then yeah. why do we have all these break off religions? You know what I mean? Right. Like we have Catholic, we have uh, Baptist, we have mm-hmm. Christian. You know, yeah. I, I don't understand. I personally, myself, I, I, yeah, it's, I don't understand why each one of them is like, well, no, my religion is better than yours right. because blah, blah, blah. You, it, you all worship the same God. Mm-hmm. It's the same one. It's, so I, what, what tends to, I think, happen is the Bible is a book of context, right? Um, so it depends mm-hmm. on how you read it. And what most, what most religions do is they take one verse and they use that verse as their proof. It's kind of like law. You know, if you go to court, right? You know, we take mm-hmm. one thing. Oh, we saw you on camera at 12 a.m. in this building. But you don't know if he was leaving or going, right? right. Like it's, so it's the same thing with the Bible. It's like, oh, this verse says this. Yeah, but did you read the verse before, the verse, verse after? Like, you know, right. one of the one of the most common verses is, oh, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But you don't even know who wrote it. Most people don't even know who wrote it. I mean, he was in jail when he wrote that. <laughs> yeah, is like, that, you know. Is that Philippians 4.13? 13, yeah. You know, and he I'm was in jail. Lying so he off was now. No, nah, you're good. You're good. You're good. I, I, I told First of all, no anyway. fair. You're you're Christian. He, his parents are are what are they? Deacons? No, pastors. Reverends. Reverends. Same, same, yeah. You guys are. Nah, heavy. you're good. I don't. See, but this is here? the re- this is the purpose um, of my podcast when it does come out, so that yes. you don't feel out of place when that conversation comes up. You feel me? So mm-hmm. that's the problem. You know, there's always a disconnect. It's kind of. Not, and I know you're joking, but that's what most people do. They go, "Okay, yes. I'm going to tune out now. Take my yes. headphones off because this is what yeah. you know. It doesn't have to be that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. But that's, you know, that's what I think the disconnect is, is that um, a lot of, you know, religions, um, even though they're all Christians with different denominations, they take certain things and, you know, use it to their, uh, you know, the way they want to teach it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So which, you know, hey, teach his own. I don't, you know, like I said, it's your life. I I think also that's another, that's another thing that pushes people away is um, like, I've, I've been accosted by, uh, 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 you know, not just Christians, not just Catholics, but, and they all kind of want to force it upon you. And we got to go. Okay. <laughs> we got a couple of minutes. Well, I guess. Okay. I mean, I can stay on for another like two minutes or so, you know, cause I got to. So what, what we'll do but, is, what, what we'll do is finish what you're saying, Sue, and then we'll do our final thoughts. Okay. No, Sorry, I don't have cool. to finish ahead, it. So. it. It's no. I, well, then, I already I, forgot. No, nah, that's cool. Like, I, But I know what you were alluding to, and I'll, I'll just say this real quick before we close out, is that one thing I challenge Christians of all religion, or anyone, that religion or not, is, but let's say a man walks into a church, and he says, hey, I used to be a heavy gangbanger. I murdered 20 people. Will you put your arms around him? Yes. That's the question. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, like that's the question. If he walks into a church and say, hey, I've done these things. I need, I'm looking for saving. Like, this is the only place that the doors are open that I could walk into. How will he be perceived? Mm. Most people are like, oh, you're a game banger? Uh, I don't know. You know, like, I'm not, I don't know if I could get it. You know, like, I can't be seen with you type of thing. And that's where I think it comes down to. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be a religion of love, you know. It's, yeah. That's just in general. Um, you look at even the temperature of things that are going on today. Oh. Like, we need it more now than ever before. Oh, but, yeah. you know, a lot of it's not to be found, you know. And, you know, are we giving money to the schools? Are we giving money to the people that need and are we feeding the, the you know, without bringing our phones and posting it? You know, are you feeding the people? Yeah. You know, are mm-hmm. you, you know, so just all these things could be talked about, but we go on for days. But yeah. I can't wait <laughs> for you to get your podcast. Yeah. I appreciate it. Sound, that. It sounds appreciate like it's going to be really good. 
I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. We're gonna we're gonna bring you on again for another topic too. So I'm with it, man. On the show, you know me, I'm like, with it. Yeah, on the show, we like to do final thoughts. So, do you have any final thoughts? And it could be anything, food for thought for the audience, whatever. Um, I think you know we talked about a lot of different topics today. Um, I think one thought would just be to the own self, be true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just know yourself and be comfortable with your own skin, whether you're an alpha or not. You know, I know we joked about the alpha thing earlier. If you're a man and you feel like you're not an alpha guy, like that's fine. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, there's a lady out there for you. You know, and if you're a female and you know you are looking for a particular type of man, you know, listen, if you if you know what you want, go out there and get it. It's what you want. You have to be happy because it's your life and you're gonna live in it. So that is very good food for thought. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on onto the show. I thank you. You have um, you have a lot to say. I think your books are going to be phenomenal. I want to read you. one. Thank you. you. Know, thank you. you. I'll get you a copy one. for sure. You and Eve. I was Don't about deal. to say you should send one Don't to the deal. discipline therapy Don't podcast. Deal. I'm gonna send two. <laughs> one for each. I got it. No problem. All right. You know, rather, and that's thank you for coming on. I rather no pay. I rather pay. I rather pay for it. My God. Me too. It's, it's, Me too. I got you. I, I got you. Why you gotta do that, man? He's gonna pay for mine. Yeah. Hey, you, you, yeah. you got it. Yeah, You're gonna get you still get your free. Don't worry about that. Because I, I wanna, I, I'm all, I'm all <laughs> about, I'm all, listen. I'm all about supporting black businesses, man. You know oh, what I'm saying? There needs to be more black businesses yep. out there, like restaurants and stuff like this, so we could go to instead of us, you know, going to all these big, high, upscale white restaurants that these they don't want us to to yeah. be there. You know what I'm saying? Let's support our own yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? This is what's going to stop the systemic racism 100. if we come mm-hmm. together and we start supporting our own brand. Somebody comes out with a clothing line, start supporting that. Somebody comes out with a podcast, book, whatever, black, you know what I'm saying? Black, mm-hmm. black, Spanish, you know, support yeah, each other. I agree. Uh, my final thoughts, my final thoughts are, I believe uh, souls meet prior to flesh meeting um, mm-hmm. because we're, we live in a spiritual realm, not a physical realm. There's a big misconception. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you and I connected for a reason. Mm-hmm. That's I why I kept seeing you at the gym. We kept saying hello to each other. It could have been my grandmother. She kicked me in the head, my late grandmother, or something. Then go talk to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I so appreciate you, man. I believe that um, you know, I believe that we meet for a reason. We don't meet by accident. I agree. And so, um, yeah. you know, energy is big. I mean, yeah. even the batteries you take, yeah, you know, yeah. they, they can't, some batteries, even there's no force. You don't see it, but they can't link. You know, yeah. they, you mm-hmm. literally put them next to the two magnets. They'll, they'll go yeah. the other way. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. And Absolutely. That's, that's true. Um, so I'm happy that you came on and we, we plan to bring you on for the other topic. You yeah. Know, spicy with that. That's fine. We, we let the, we let the, you know, we, we take the, um, yeah, yeah. the, 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 the suit off. We take the suit yeah. off, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And we kind of yeah. just get into it. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. But, I'm um, with I'm with that. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you were tuned in to the This One Therapy podcast. Peace. Thank y'all. Peace and love.
might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.